0: Ah, so this morning, today's scripture is the last page, so to speak, of the chapter of Jesus' life that began on Easter morning at the empty tomb. This one Jesus, who was known as beloved teacher, healer, and friend, crucified on a Friday, revealed as Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, the Risen One on Easter morning. Over the next 40 days, as we um, hear through scripture, he appeared in bodily form, like resurrected bodily form, so somewhat different, but bodily form. Um, To Mary Magdalene, to his disciples in the upper room, to Thomas, he appeared to Cleopas and and his companion on the road to Emmaus, then to a group of disciples at the beach, including Peter. Now this kind of encounter could not go on forever, at least that's what we are told. And so now listen, uh, as we hear from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11, about what happened next. Um, Acts, by the way, is uh, presumed to be written by the same author as the book, uh, Gospel of Luke. So our writer begins by saying in the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up into heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem ...but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit... ...not many days from now. So, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time? Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know... The times or periods that the father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power. But you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. And all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he said this. As they were watching he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going. They were gazing up toward heaven and suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ah, Oh, God, open us. Disciples in this day open us this morning to the power available to us and to the confirmation of your call. Amen. There's a passage uh, from Romans chapter 8 that I read quite often at funerals. It begins with this question from Paul writing to the early church in Rome. And the question is this. What then are we to say about these things? What a great question. What then are we to say about these things? Now, we don't know exactly what these things were for this early gathering of Christians in Rome. We do know some of it from the letter itself. That there were tensions between Jewish and Gentile Christians. There were some disagreements. Inside the body of this new Christian community. There was some uh, differences on understanding of salvation. And how this came about through this one that they now knew as Jesus the Christ. There were political tensions in their time. There were religious tensions. We We know that there was oppression from the Roman government of the early church. We know that there was illness and weight they also personally would have been dealing with grief. Hmm. Maybe not all that different from us. So that question, so that question, what do we say about these things? Paul goes on, as he often does, to answer his own question. He says this, if God is for us, then who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us. Will he not with him also give us everything else? And and then Paul goes on in this chapter 8, ends with these words. In all things, we are more than conquerors through the one who loved us. For I am convinced writes Paul, for I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul says, can anything separate us from the love of God? Absolutely not. This uh, particular passage was probably written about 20 years ago. After the story, the event that was just described in Acts this morning. But I think these words of Paul, both the question and the answer, connects with this story and with our lives. Jesus Christ orders the disciples not to leave. To stay in Jerusalem and to wait. Because they're going to be baptized, he tells them, you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And they're probably like, Okay. <laughs> All righty. I wonder what that means. I, I love the children's version of this story this morning because um, it's an imaginative read, but it gives us a little more insight into maybe how the disciples were feeling about this supposed good news. It was more like, Jesus, can't you just stay and kind of do this yourself? Um, and Jesus said, no, some, something, more, something more is going to happen. And so they're gathered, they surprisingly, as disciples, uh, do what Jesus asked them to do, and they're gathered there in Jerusalem, and Jesus ascends into heaven, and he goes out of sight, and the disciples are left behind, and they're left behind, not alone, though, but with a promise, because before Jesus ascends, and they ask him that great question, "A oh Lord, is this the time when you're going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Is this the time when you're going to do it, Jesus? And remember Jesus' comment, no, um, this isn't the time. We don't know the time, only God knows the time. But the main point here, he tells them, is that although I physically won't always be with you, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you, and you are going to do everything that I could do And there's another place in scripture when it says, and even more. And even more. You will, I like the wording in in this passage, you will receive power and you will be my witnesses. The Apostle Paul wrote about this, right? In that passage, the reason you can do it is because nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us. From the power of the Holy Spirit. And the cow. (laughs) Nothing can separate us from our call to be disciples. And do the very work that Jesus did. To be disciples who look like Jesus. Who love like Jesus. Who commit like Jesus. Who are willing to buy a cow. And a pig and a sheep. And two swarms of bees for people who have none of it so that they can feed themselves so that uh, when you uh, took an in-gathering for UMCOR a couple weeks ago so we can be the arm of Jesus in the world in places of disasters so that we can deliver food to a family who's grieving so that we can provide comfort to those in need so that we can bring in paper goods and shoes And all kinds of things and do the work of justice that needs to be done in the world. That is what Jesus told his disciples. You will have the power and you will be my disciples. This wasn't planned to be the uh, scripture for this day in which we uh, celebrate uh, my new uh, stage in life and our ministry together. But it seems so appropriate. The disciples... I include you and me in that group. We're really trying to be faithful. I believe that about us. Even when we fail, we're trying to be faithful, to walk the way of Jesus. They did what Jesus told them to do, to go and to wait. And so while they were waiting, they knew a change was coming. That Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit was going to come upon them, ...and that the Spirit would actually blow them away. You know, that's the story for next week. When we hear that the uh, Holy Spirit came... Uh, ...what looked like tongues of fire in a rush of mighty wind. And they trusted Jesus and they also wondered... ...how is this going to go? And maybe that's you and maybe that's me today. I am looking forward to this new time in my life... That Dave and I will have more time together, that we will travel, that we'll see our kids and our little boys more, that we'll continue to be part of the community in different ways. But there is some anxiety about it. I mean, I've spent um, almost 30 years as a pastor, my last 12 years pastoring the people of Stone. And I'm going to look this up. I think I'm the longest serving pastor Stone has ever had. We'd have to go back a while. Um, But that's because we were in it together, right? That's what we celebrate, that we have been in incredible ministry together. Um, So that's like the disciples, you and me waiting. It's like, okay, Jesus, we know we've done things before, but you're going to be gone now, Jesus, and how will we be? We will be in ministry together in a different way, in a prayerful way, because we are never alone. Um, we've been comfortable together, that is good, but also challenging. And I believe that your new pastor, Pastor Kendra, is going to energize new ministries and maybe revive some existing ones. And I know that that's possible because if you are in any way as supportive of her and her husband, John, as you have been of Dave and I, um, great ministry is before us, before you at Stone. So, yes, there will be tears. Um, There may even be some tension through the time of transition. That's pretty usual. But there will also be laughter and hope and some wonderment, as the disciples had, about what will be. And why is this true? How is this possible? Because the Holy Spirit comes upon all of us. ...and because we believe Paul's words. When he wrote, what then are we to say about these things? Can anything separate us from the love of Christ? No. In all things we are more than conquerors through the one who loved us. For we are convinced, us here, those joining us remotely... We are convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor retirement, nor transitions in leadership, nothing, nothing else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thanks be to God for that incredible gift of our time together. Amen.